Hi and welcome to the Black Curriculum Podcast with Rebecca Sidholm. This is in collaboration with the Black Curriculum Campaign to encourage the increase in diversity in the school curriculum. Welcome back. This is episode three of a five-part podcast where today I talk about some amazing figures in history that I believe should be taught in the British curriculum. Yet again, if the things that I'm saying are in any way wrong, not by place or offensive, please send me an email as I would happily edit or change anything or even just scrap it as it would be a great opportunity to learn, which is a great segue into this episode. Time to do the job of thousands of schools across the country without being paid for it. I'm joking. Or am I? Alada Aquiano was an African writer whose experiences as an enslaved person prompted him to become involved in the British abolition movement. In his autobiography, he writes that he was born in the Obi province, in the area that is now southern Nigeria. He describes how he was kidnapped with his sister at around the age of 11, sold by local slave traders and shipped across the Atlantic to Barbados and then Virginia. In Virginia, he was then sold to a Royal Navy officer, Lieutenant Michael Pascal, who renamed him Gustavus Vassa after the 16th century Swedish king. Equiano travelled the oceans with Pascal for eight years, during which time he was baptised and learned to read and write. Pascal then sold Equiano to a ship captain in London who took him to Montserrat, where he was sold to the prominent merchant Robert King. While working as a deckhand, valet and barber for King, Equiano earned money by trading on the side. In only three years, he made enough money to buy his own freedom. Equiano then spent much of the next 20 years travelling the world, including trips to Turkey and the Arctic. In 1786, in London, he became involved in the movement to abolish slavery. He was a prominent member of the Sons of Africa, a group of 12 black men who campaigned for abolition. In 1789, he published his autobiography, The Interesting Narrative of the Life of Alada Equiano, or Gustavus Vassa, the African. He travelled widely promoting the book, which became immensely popular helped the abolition cause and made Equiano a wealthy man. It is one of the earliest books published by a black African writer. In 1792, Equiano married an Englishwoman, Susanna Cullen, and they had two daughters. Equiano died on the 31st of May, 1797. I hope you found the story interesting and you can learn more on websites such as BBC and Wikipedia. Now, on to Mary Seacole. Mary Seacole was a pioneering nurse and heroine of the Crimean War, who was a woman of mixed race uh, who overcome a double prejudice. Mary Jane Grant was born in Kingston, Jamaica, in 1805. Her father was a Scottish soldier and her mother a Jamaican. Mary learned her nursing skills from her mother, who kept a boarding house for invalid soldiers. Although technically free, being of mixed race, Mary and her family had few civil rights. They could not vote, hold public office, or enter the professions. In 1836, Mary married 
1836, Mary married Edwin Seacole, but the marriage was short-lived as he died in 1844. Seacole was a traveller and before her marriage visited other parts of the Caribbean, including Cuba, Haiti, the Bahamas, as well as Central America and Britain. On these trips, she complemented her knowledge of traditional medicines with European medical ideas. In 1854, Seacole travelled to England again and approached the War Office, asking to be sent as an army nurse to Crimea, where there was known to be poor medical facilities for wounded soldiers in the war. She was refused. Undaunted Seacole funded her own trip to the Crimea, where she established the British Hotel near Balaclava to provide a mess table and comfortable quarters for sick and injured officers. She also visited the battlefield, sometimes under fire, to nurse the wounded, and became known as Mother Seacole. Her reputation rivaled that of Florence Nightingale. After the war, she returned to England destitute and in ill health. The press highlighted her plight and in July 1857, a benefit festival was organised to raise money for her, attracting thousands of people. Later that year, Seacole published her memoirs, The Wonderful Adventures of Mrs. Seacole in Many Lands. Seacole died on the 14th of May 1881. Mary Seacole is very upsetting to me, seeing as she rivalled that of Florence Nightingale, who is taught in the school curriculum Yet Mary Seacole is not. She has done all this in spite of prejudice. And she's not talked about. It's a bit sad, to be honest. Finally, I want to talk about Harriet Tubman. While she's not British, I think she's a figure who is vital to learn. Harriet Tubman was an escaped enslaved woman who became a conductor on the Underground Railroad, leading enslaved people to freedom before the Civil War, all while carrying a bounty on her head. Harriet Tubman was born Araminta Ross, nicknamed Minty, before taking her mother's name, Harriet. Harriet, at age 12, stepped between an enslaved person and an overseer who was about to attack him. A weight struck her head. Due to the terrible conditions of slavery, the injury was not treated and therefore caused headaches and narcolepsy for the rest of her life as well as vivid dreams that she often claimed were religious visions, as she was a Christian. On September 17, 1849, Harriet and her two brothers, Ben and Henry, escaped their Maryland plantation. The brothers, however, changed their mind and went back. With the help of the Underground Railroad, Harriet persevered and travelled 90 miles north to Pennsylvania and freedom. Tubman found work as a housekeeper in Philadelphia, but she soon returned to the South to lead her niece and her niece's children to Philadelphia via the Underground Railroad. At one point, she tried to bring her husband, whom she had married before her escape, a freedman, John, north. But he had remarried and chose to stay in Maryland with his new wife. The 1850 Fugitive Slave Act allowed fugitive and freed workers in the North to be captured and enslaved. This made Harriet's job as an Underground Railroad conductor much harder and forced her to leave enslaved people further north to Canada, travelling at night, usually in the spring or autumn when the days were shorter. Over the next decade, Harriet befriended other abolitionists such as Frederick Douglass, Thomas Garrett, 
and Martha Coffin Wright, and established her own underground railroad network. It was widely reported that she emancipated 300 enslaved people. She earned the name Moses of her people, as she used the song Go Down Moses to alert enslaved people of her arrival, and as a biblical reference of Moses' emancipation of the enslaved Jews from Egypt. When the Civil War broke out in 1861, Harriet found new ways to fight slavery. She was recruited to assist fugitive enslaved people at Fort Monroe and worked as a nurse, cook and laundress. Harriet used her knowledge of herbal medicines to help treat sick soldiers and fugitive enslaved people. In 1863, Harriet became head of an espionage and scout network for the Union Army. She provided crucial intelligence to Union commanders about Confederate Army supply routes and troops and helped liberate enslaved people to form Black Union regiments. Tubman died on March 10, 1913. In 2016, the United States Treasury announced that Harriet's image will be replaced that of former president and slave owner Andrew Jackson on the $20 bill. This was then sped up by 2020's President Joe Biden. She has also been commemorated in many statues and plaques across America. I know this is a lot of information, but I really do hope it was interesting. There are so many other black historical figures that need to be implemented in the curriculum, and you can help that by checking out the Black Curriculum campaign. Thank you so much for listening to the Black Curriculum podcast in collaboration with the Black Curriculum campaign. And again, if I'm wrong or offensive, please let me know as I'm detailing my information in the description. This has been Rebecca Sidholm, and here's to hoping for a better education. Have a wonderful day.